Yeah, welcome back to Adaptive Citizens with your hosts Elijah and Ben. Um, sorry we missed last week. <laughs> yeah, I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of crazy. It was funny how we were both doing home projects the same day too. We didn't even talk. What were you working on? I was building the. Uh, that's that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I was uh, reinforcing our chicken coop fencing area. Oh yeah, yeah, you're doing the. Uh the pallet fence and everything yeah because one of those chickens kept jumping over and we actually had to bertha was bertha (laughs) big bitch bertha is what we call her she's the first one to go if we decide to kill our chickens it isn't she the only one that has a name Mm -hmm. so on the uh i was gonna ask you on this on the on the pallet fence how did you because i saw that you had obviously looked like you just stood them up but how did you do the so i got four by four posts Mm mm-hmm and so I dug them in. So I obviously they come in eight feet. So I cut them at five, put them in the ground one foot, and then uh, just drilled screws into through the fucking pallet into the four by fours. So you didn't like shorten a pallet. I did for the last one for the door. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But for the door one, because that was interesting, because I saw that you had the, the actual pallet was door and it was functional. I was like, How yeah, you? yeah. I just got extra like exterior hinges and so the one the one side of the hinges is mm. drilled into another pallet not even into a four by four i was just like <laughs> well fucking. <laughs> so i lined it up to where because you know when on a pallet there's that one that goes horizontally mm-hmm. across th- there's three boards that go across horizontally and with those um the screws i was using they're three inch screws. So I put one three inch screw through that board on each one. And then the other screws, I think there's like three other screws on that one side of the hinge and it's like a one inch screw. So, I mean, technically there's like one screw holding up each one, but I also cut off like a quarter of that pallet that it's holding. Yeah. So it's, and it was the lightest pallet out of all of them. And I saved that for the door. That makes sense. So, and then I notched a part of that one plank, which I notched it way too big for my hand to go through to, open the latch or whatever so it kind of looks retarded but it it works it's functional it swings it doesn't creak it doesn't jiggle you know there's no play (laughs) it's nice and tight so it It works man well and then so the next day Mm -hmm. i look in the backyard i like wake up i'm like motherfucking bertha (laughs) she's in the backyard we're trying to grow grass right now in the backyard again this is like the seventh attempt attempt (laughs) <laughs> Theoriously, <laughs> no <laughs> seventh attempt uh in the last like three years and we had really good grass last summer mm-hmm. or before last summer it was like very luscious yeah what happened uh sprinkler system broke and i got busy with work oh, so it just all dried up and just died. dried up and died and then we had like a really really bad winter and so the snow just stuck around for like what four weeks two months maybe yeah. It's just kind of like off the side of the road forever. That was like what it was in my backyard because I didn't shovel the snow in my backyard. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So um, it died. And so we're it's actually all sprouting now. Um, I've been doing fertilizer and seed and like raking it up, loosening it up. I didn't do any like, you know, miracle grow or any of that shit this time. But Did Tiana tell you? I was – I messaged her because I, I saw that she was on her story. She was showing like, hey, the, you know, we're trying to get this grass growing. Yeah. And I don't know if it was a TikTok or a reel, but this guy takes uh, a toilet paper roll, mm-hmm. put it in a bucket, put all your grass, eat it, and you just soak it in water and make a mush. 
And then I guess it gives something. Oh, and he lays the, out the fucking. That's so that, brilliant. Because then it like, gives it like the the water for the seed, mm-hmm. so that way it can. It has something to kind of hold on to and grow, and that's like how farmers are doing that now. They have them on like spools. Yeah. And so they have like the the sheets of just grass seed. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking smart. I never would have thought about that. I haven't seen it, but I, I put yeah. it together as soon as you. Well, I'm I'm doing the same thing. Like right in front of my my porch, there's a dead spot, and I've always never really cared because we were gonna extend the porch to that point. Mm-hmm. But my dad's coming. End of well, beginning of July, so July fourth. Mm-hmm. I think you got the invite. Uh, I'm going. Oh, did you just see? Just wait till you see my costume, boy. Did you see the, the the categories? Oh, dude. Dude, I was like, I'm going full Daisy Dukes. Oh my god, because <laughs> I was telling Felicia too. I was like, I'm so I just want like like butt cheeks hanging. Oh yeah, like Daisy Dukes, and I've got my cowboy boots. That see, all right, so uh, we're gonna be twinning. Oh my fuck god, fuck yeah. Well, is there's either that or like the fuck yeah America. Yeah, so that's that's what Tiana was going to make Leland. Leland was going to be Fuck Yeah America. And then she was like, I need to find, like, a guy one since you're going to be doing Daisy Duke. So she's going to try and be, like, the male version. She's like a mullet. Yes, I literally said that. <laughs> I was, Like, just a trucker hat and a mullet. Oh, my God, And, like, yes. get, like, the fake sleeve tattoo covers yes. or something. I don't know. Just wear, like, a jean vest. You know, like, rip the fucking arms off and chest open. And she needs, like, the... Uh... The mud flap chick, the the silhouette. Oh yeah, yeah. Get like a little tattooed on her fucking chest or oh something. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Just draw it with like fucking makeup. I'd be so down. No, it'll be fun though. I've never been to anything like that where like it's like a costume party on the Fourth of July. Yeah, Felicia's family's well, at least Felicia in general, she likes to do that stuff. So, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some flashbangs on top of fireworks. Well, Fourth of July will be fun. Yeah, it's Idaho's nuts. Cause if you go, if you go during during Fourth of July when people start firing off, you can drive down like the freeway and look left or right, and you see mortars everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Well, and I've never been anywhere. I've never been anywhere other than where we live for the Fourth of July. Yeah. So I'm really excited because I know where you're at. It's a lot more populated. Yeah, it's and so there's just gunshots and shit going on out here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, people go fucking ham. Yeah, I think how was this last year or the year before? We went and did something, but when we came back to our neighborhood, everyone was outside their house. Like there's families everywhere lighting off fireworks. It was just it felt so American. Bro. So I'm so excited for this year. Voice cracks and everything. No, we were so emotional last fourth of July because of everything that was going on. Yeah, I wanna say it was last year. I literally sat in that field behind my house in a fucking lawn chair till like midnight by myself just watching the fireworks. Because everyone went in bed and Tiana went inside. She was getting eaten up by mosquitoes. I was like, I'm not fucking leaving. And then there was this dude that just shot up a flare. <laughs> and then it just got really quiet. And that was the last thing. And I just watched it till it died. And I went inside. Was that weird how sometimes like not even planned out, but like just. It's almost perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like the end. It's like of... midnight, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's always like some asshole. Like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that sucks, I have to drug up my dogs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. I've never had my dog through 4th of July. This will yeah, be interesting. So we do. Uh... Or no, we did. She's one years old. Yeah. <clears throat> Not all dogs are, they're that bad. Um. 
So Dexter, for the most part, you need. I have to put a T-shirt on him, tie it in a knot so it's like tight, mm-hmm. and then I have to give him some Benadryl, and he's usually fine. He'll just sit you there. You have to pant. put a T-shirt on him and tie it in a knot. Yeah, it makes it tight. So it's like a comfort type thing, like it, like it's like giving him a hug. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're a good dad. It, That's... Well, it's either that or he has to. He hides in the bathroom and pants and almost dehydrates himself from panting so hard. Yeah, it's fun. Damn. Yeah, that's it's, like depressing. It, it is what it is, and it's you know there's there's been before I mom flashbacks, dude. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I mean, so it, it, but we'll sit in the bathroom and I'll sit there and pet him. But now we've got to the point like okay, if we do these things, he's fine. He can just chill out. But yeah, Tiana's old dog was that way. Like he was bad. Yeah, and so that was her dog that she got with her ex when we first met, and it was we actually had to rehome him with her ex because once Leland was born, his anxiety was through the roof and he was like a Rhodesian, Rhodesian red. Am I talking chickens, bro? I think you're talking chickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Rhodesian. It's a, it's a Rhodesian something though. Ridgeback? Yes. Is that it? Yeah. I think, I think it's it. a Rhodesian. I'm just Rhodesia. <laughs> no. Um, Man, it sounds right. Yeah, but he was a mix with that and a, and a pit bull. And so once Leland was born, um, which is my son, he uh, his anxiety went through the roof. And he was like, yeah, is Rhodesian, that it? Rhodesian Redback. Yeah, so he was that mix with a pit bull. That dude could freaking vertically jump a seven-foot fence, athletic as fuck. And, like, his eyes would get bloodshot, and he would be, like, zoned in whenever we played like ball together. Yeah. He, that was his shit. Um, we so also I, we also had to get his a ball a piece of a ball taken out of his stomach like oh, through shit. surgery. It cost like four grand. And then we just were like, "Hey, do you want to take him? Because we, we think he's gonna eat Leland. Like he, oh ain't, my God. you know what I mean? Like he wasn't do like he was not who he was. Yeah. And it was like really really hard for Tiana because that was her best fucking friend. So, That's hard. Like I. I don't think I could ever get rid of an animal. Well, when you have the decision of the safety of my child and, well, you know what I mean? Like it's, I, I will never, like some people, I'm one of those, like I love my dog. Yeah. But if someone was like 0.5 seconds, choose your child or your dog, I'd, I'd yeah. fucking strangle my dog to death if that meant my child gets to live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In that scenario, yes. yes. Yeah. Like I, I, I love my dog. I love animals, but I will never even second guess it. Yeah. Humans are more important to me than animals. I'm sorry. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that don't have kids. They're like, no, <laughs> no, my fur bitch. Shut the fuck up. You don't know love until you have a child. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's funny. Like kind of go down this road. So kind of the, the leftists or some of these just weak, weak. <laughs> uh, a lot of them, if you notice, they don't have kids. Uh-huh. Especially the ones that are like they're pro-choice or, um, you know, they're anti-gun or they're just the, the things that, you know, us who have families and who have kids, mm-hmm. very different. But a lot of them, the majority of them don't have children or nope. I've always thought that that was, you know, interesting that they. No, it makes a lot of sense. They don't, they, they don't, they don't have any responsibilities other than themselves. I was even talking to a guy earlier today about, you know, that shirt we just did. The It's like the Thrasher font. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, this shirt just brings back so many memories. 
it doesn't say Thrasher. It says our name. It's the same. But it has this like nostalgic effect on you because a lot of us like I don't know what it is about the 2A community, but a lot of us used to skate. And like, yeah, like Thrash and Raid. Right. Yeah. So you just kind of look back. I look back earlier, just kind of like mentally when I was talking to this guy where I was when I was skating. I was a punk ass kid mm-hmm. listening to like screamo music, fucking fist fights all the time, drinking alcohol. I was like 14 years old going to parties, drinking alcohol, all that shit. You know, no rules. Fuck the government. I don't even know anything about the government. And I still said that shit. You know, well, yeah, fuck them. You know, as an adult, I get it. But, like, I still have that, like, rebellious side to me as an adult. But I have, like, morals and values in that. (laughs) You have controlled rebellion. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, just (laughs) staying out till 1 a.m. skateboarding and hitting the Wendy's on my way home kind of thing, you know. And might get in a fist fight with a drug dealer. I don't know. Dude, it's weird because now, I mean, fuck, it's. 11 right now and i'm just like oh it's so late (laughs) dude i'm usually in bed by 8 p.m i try to be at least like i don't go to bed like i literally could get in bed at 8 p.m exhausted and i won't fall asleep till 1 a.m isn't that weird Mm -hmm. because i'm kind of the same way i've noticed like the whole uh quitting caffeine thing it's been helping tremendously yeah yeah i can go to sleep a lot easier now but i don't know it's because I guess I was because I was doing research on it because I was trying to figure out. Because a couple of weeks ago I was I was to the point where I I didn't I didn't know what to do because I had so much anxiety my I could not focus on anything but I had all this energy. You're supposed to drink more caffeine when you have anxiety, don't you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> I t- I stopped drinking caffeine yeah. and actually I started seeing the effects of like the anxiety was starting to, to mellow out. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of like, okay. And then I started doing research and that caffeine, its purpose is that it, it blocks the receptors to tell the tell your brain that your body's tired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, it's actually like I'll probably start – I'm going to start doing this where it's, it's 30 days, mm-hmm. no caffeine. It kind of gives your body time to reset and get rest. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably start going back on But you're doing again. that a little bit with like Arizona. Yeah. So what I'm doing is no high caffeine. So like I'm No on, rain. No rain, no nasty ass monsters that you keep drinking. I've seen those. My, it's the only thing my stomach is okay with. Seriously, that's the one like, thing that fucks my stomach. Like rock stars. Oh, that is a bad. Oh, day. by the way, that Rockstar you bought me. Yeah. And it was like the original Rockstar flavor. Yeah. Fucking disgusting. Really. It also sat in the garage for like four days before I put it in the fridge. That's probably why. But I mean, but I like I I told you I wasn't drinking any Rockstars, and yeah. there was like one day, like three weeks after that range day, where I was like, you know. I need a little pick-me-up. So I went to go take – oh, fucking hell no. I did not – but, like, Rockstar now, like the just original flavor Rockstar now, mm-hmm. like I loved that forever. And then now I just I just don't drink energy drinks. And I had that rain this uh, – the yeah. last podcast we did yep. before we went out to the range. Yep. Fucked me up. Can't do it. I do pre-workout before my workout. See, that's and before I- my pre-workout, I have three shots espresso. <sighs> Your poor heart. <laughs> but I get through that workout fast. Dude. <laughs> it's like, this is a timed event. Yeah, dude. I sweat like a motherfucker. Jesus. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, no wonder I'm sweating in my pictures all the time, huh? 
haven't even started my workout. This is just for my caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> That's my after pictures just after I take my fucking pre-workout. So uh, do you have like a catcher's mitt sometimes where you're taking this caffeine to like catch your heart if it beats out of your chest? Nah. Jeez. I, my heart beats at a really, really low rate. My resting heart rate is 52 beats per minute. That's – I don't know, man. Like I think like the worst – They said it was like athlete's heart or some shit like that. There's yeah. a fucking word for it. That's still, that's... I don't go to the doctor. I mean, yeah, but can you, do you feel safe going to the doctor anymore? Fuck no. I mean... They're going to lock me in a room and send four men, women things in there and poke me with stuff. I don't know. Nope. Or give you the shot that you didn't want or... I ain't getting no shots anymore. I'm I'm good. Like, I fully accepted that, like, if there's, no matter what it is... I don't care what it is. Have you guys looked at a homeopathogen? I think that's what I'm saying, right? But uh, basically, like, oh, as an example. So Felicia's growing uh, an Eldenberry bush. Okay. And, like, Eldenberries are supposed to be good for your immune system, uh, arthritis. Uh, so is this something you ingest? Yeah, just a berry. Like, oh, okay. like, a, like a blueberry. Mm. So, But it's an Eldenberry. It's just a different... Thing. It sounds, so it's all natural. It sounds foreign. It's it's a bush. It's got berries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's like we've been kind of looking in that stuff. Like um, there's that, and then um, she just did our first harvest of Swiss char, and like you can put it in. Like there's some. I the, what, what is that? that? Uh, Swiss char is kind of like lettuce. It's oh, the really? green, but it's got the red vines what on it. What the fuck is that stuff called? It looks like lettuce, but it's Asian. Like, it's like Asian lettuce. What is that called? We just had it the other day for dinner, and it was very interesting. I've never, I wouldn't say I would like to have it again. Asian lettuce? Yeah. Like, Tiana was like, it's like the Asian equivalent to, um, excuse me, not iceberg, but um, romaine. Your phone's making noises. It's, I know. It's so <laughs> weird that if you get, like, next to it, does that... I don't know. The only thing when I search up uh, Asian lettuce is Asian lettuce wraps or P.F. Chang's chicken lettuce wraps. Oh, my God. YouTube is YouTube. Google is useless. Not if you wanted the lettuce wraps. I got all kinds of recipes. Asian green lettuce. Hold on. Choi some seeds? Choi some? No. Um, Bok choy? Chinese broccoli. Wait, let me see. What does that look like? Uh, uh, bok choy? That sounds more like it, but I don't know if that's what it is. Hold on a second. Like that? <laughs> yes, it's bok choy. Oh. So we had bok choy. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm actually, I don't... I think I've had it, like, if, if I went to an Asian restaurant, I think they might have had it in there, but I've never, like... But we, we prepared it ourselves. How was it? You like marinate it and put it on the barbecue. Was it good? It was all right. What, did, what would you compare it to? Um, celery. Okay. Yeah, it was because it was marinated in the mixture of things we made. It was like sesame oil and garlic and so, minced garlic and all this other stuff. And so it doesn't really have like a strong flavor. It just takes on whatever you marinated it. Yeah, it's very crunchy. That's the texture. Mm. I, but it was like it was that and. 
like grilled chicken skewers and pineapple or something like that. I remember it was very weird. We're trying a whole bunch of different like healthy things. And there's a bunch of benefits to it, though. That was my main point was there's a bunch of benefits to a non-American. I don't know if it's non-American. I don't know. She said it was Asian. I don't know. Yeah, if you can just do more fresh fruits, fresh veggies, um, not just basically not processed. Well, yeah, fuck, dude. We don't. We, we try to stay away from anything processed, anything fried at this point. We buy all of our meat local, all of our vegetables local. Um, we can't wait for this local. Um, there's like this farmers market where it's like all vegetables and fruits. They open up for the summer. Oh, you guys have one here? Mm-hmm. Just right there, just on that road we turn on to go towards the range off this main highway. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense because they got all, all the like, tractors the, and shit. And they have like the booths that you can get, you can tell they have them ready for like something. Yeah. And it's all from the people that own those farms. Is it like, um, like Saturdays and stuff? No, it's like Monday through Saturday. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'll have to come out and. But it's only for like four months. Yeah. To three months out of the year. Yeah. Boise does that, but Boise is a shithole now yeah it's just it's it's too liberal and i don't know it's it, a name a one inner city that is not liberal it's harder to find one than it isn't yeah i mean it's yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i've been to a lot of different states not i shouldn't say it. i've been to a lot of different states i've been to a lot of different cities in different demographic areas and Anything that has the city vibe always has the liberal mindset. Yeah, I think they just, I think they just get attracted to that. It's like they watch Friends or something. Oh, don't say that because that's Felicia's favorite. Well, no, it's like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that they have this like fascination with the city, and they're ignoring the fact that there's people shooting up heroin like right next to them as they walk into their fucking apartment building, and they just act like it's all honky dory and everything's like good to go. Yeah. And it's it's I like I couldn't I hated that. I had to take public transportation as a kid and they call it the Max. Mm-hmm. But it's just a train, like an electric train. Okay. And uh I you know, they'd stop every fucking 15 minutes at a new stop. Every single time there'd be someone sleeping on a bench or shooting up drugs or getting in a fist fight or getting mugged and it was like it didn't stop until I was like end of the line. You know, and then you get to the end of the line. There's probably, like, one straggler at the bottom of the stairs, and you're like, fuck, I got to go the other way. You know, this guy's going to ask me for something or say something. And you just learn to avoid people. And it's like it was it was a culture shock when we moved out here in Idaho, in the rural area of Idaho, where you go to a grocery store and people are like, hi, how you doing? I'm like, I, do I know you? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking to me for? Like, why are you so nice? What do you want? So it's like I had to relearn eye eye contact and yeah, even like handshakes. I got to look at somebody, and I tell myself that too. Like, I still do it sometimes. I'll look down while I handshake someone, and I don't mean it in disrespect. It's just habit. Like, yeah, I don't like back in the day when I went to go shake someone's hand. I don't respect you. I'm just doing it because this is just what we we're supposed to do. Yeah, because um, most people I associated with or met were shit, and so. But it's like out here, most people that I've met are pretty genuine, you know, or I mean, I like, I'm not friends with all of them. I just, no, but they're very respectful people. Yeah. But they, they don't have any, uh, 
I don't know, ill will towards you just because I am who you, I am. You are you it. You exist. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I know like in bigger areas, like uh, I guess the common thing with New York, you know, everyone's an asshole, and but then there. I think that, and I've never been to New York. Uh, yeah, I've never been there either, and that's what everyone thinks. But you know, <laughs> that's I think that's why I like about what I've liked about here is the people who have grown up here or you know understand the way of life here is we just generally nice mm-hmm. you know you just if someone needs something you stop and help them or yeah yeah but it's it has been really interesting shitty but interesting seeing the the dynamics change because i'm closer to boise than you are and i didn't tell you about the situation i was involved in the other day there was a car accident I, s- I wasn't involved. I saw you I, mention it, but yeah, no. so yeah. What happened? <clears throat> well, because I was just thinking about like people and how they're so nice and helpful and stuff. So I was in my backyard. I was literally watering my garden. <laughs> I was like, Farmer Elijah over here. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not that big of a garden. Like, but we're trying. So, um, I was watering my garden, and and on the back side of our house, we have this field. You know, and it goes for a while, but. On the other side of that field is a, a main road that comes off of one of the highways. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's a 35-mile-an-hour turn. But nobody goes 35 miles an hour around that. And so I just hear this, like, boom. And I fucking look up, and there's a side-by-side, a two-seater side-by-side that had been rear-ended by a fucking Dodge 2500. <laughs> And the side-by-side was sideways, and I just fucking threw the hose down, and I ran inside because it's, you know, just around the block. Like, I can get yeah. to it really fast, and and sink just kicked in, so I threw the hose down, and I fucking run through the house, and Tiana's, like, in the kitchen. I'm like, there was an accident, and she's like, all right, and Leland's like, Dad, where are you going? She's like, don't worry. He's got to go somewhere, and so she knew what I was doing. Yeah. So I jumped in the truck, and I fucking sped off down the street, and as I'm pulling into out of the street, the side-by-side passes me. The one that just got rear-ended. The one that just got rear-ended. Oh, jeez. And so I was like, I know who's driving that side-by-side. I recognized him. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be careful how I say this. <laughs> <laughs> I recognized the guy driving the side-by-side and he kept driving. And uh, I go to like the accident. And so the Dodge has a trailer on the backside with like a couple toys on the back and it's, it's stalled out and, you know, leaking coolant all over the place and two girls and they're crying and freaking out and uh, i don't know uh, we were drinking we're gonna get in trouble and i'm like oh man like what the fuck so bad to worse yeah i was like fuck and i was like and that chick behind you is calling the cops and i was like let's try and get this thing started like let's let's at least get it off the fucking street yeah that was my goal was to get it off the street and uh the cops show up and they're like, where's the side-by-side? I was like, I think you went that way. And so I started to put two and two together. The people that were driving the truck were family members of the guy that got hit. Oh, no. The guy that was on the side-by-side was also drinking. Oh. But he has numerous DUIs. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm going to help this help you get this on the side of the road. I'm fucking out of here. Like, this is not my business. Like, Um, yeah. I just went from bad to worse. It it was all bad. Like, I can't get involved in that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to help you get out of here, but I'll I'll get it started. (laughs) 
So I got it started. They pulled off the side of the road. <laughs> Cops showed back up, and I was like, see ya. <laughs> Everyone was okay. Like I just, I just want to make sure everyone was fine. Everyone was all right. They weren't planning on leaving, and yeah, it's just bad, man. You know the shitty part is that it probably won't stop them from doing that again. Yeah, like drinking to the point where like I should probably not drive. They were they were telling on themselves too. Like one of them was like on the phone with a friend or something because they just couldn't handle it. <laughs> they had to talk about it. Like one of us is going to jail, and I'm like, yo. Would you shut the fuck up? Like, you're going to get in trouble for just talking. Like, if you just kept your mouth shut and relax, just tell them what happened. You ran into someone and keep cool. You'll be all right. Like, if you didn't drink that much, you're going to be okay. Did like, you smell it on them? No. I didn't see anything, any signs. Of, I didn't ha- I didn't notice any signs of inebri- inebriation. Yes. Is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm not a cop. Uh, but, yeah, so I didn't see any signs of it. They weren't acting weird or anything. But where they were coming from was literally, like, down the street. And where we're at, it's not, like, fucking super busy. No. Like, there's, like, four cars that pass by every hour. Yeah, it's yeah, it's every, like a dirt road, essentially. Yeah, any time I've ever come here, it's – I think I maybe see one or two cars. Since we've been in here, one car's passed by. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's dead after 9 p.m. So. It's one thing I kind of, which is so weird. When I was younger, and I remember there's somewhere I was trying to remember where I went. But I went somewhere and I was just like, man, there's nothing to do. Oh, it was McCall. Mm-hmm. Like McCall at like eight or nine, dude is fucking dead. Everything just shuts down. Yeah. And as a kid, I was like, dude, this sucks. And we can't go party and this and that. Right. And as an adult, I'm like, this is so nice. It's so quiet. Yeah. And they actually, oh, Coeur Lane. When I was in Coeur Lane in the Kootenai County, mm-hmm. which is uh, Coeur d'Alene, Hayden, I don't know what else encompasses that, but they have a, I think it's 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock uh, noise ordinance mm-hmm. in the whole county. So there's no nightclubs. Mm. And it was weird because we went, we went to Spokane for my grandmother's, uh, it was Mother's Day, went to my grandmother's house, it was my mom's birthday. Family and everything was there, but when we came back, it was like, I think eleven. Mm-hmm. Dude it was fucking quiet. It was dead. It was like this is. See what I was do this. What was weird for me is growing up in Portland and stuff was, I would always be doing hood rat shit like I was saying earlier when I was skating and stuff, and I'd show up home at like one a.m. Mm-hmm. and everything would be dead, mm-hmm. in like in Portland, not like downtown Portland, but off like Holgate. Um, it was, it was like eerie, it was because it wasn't normal, and so whenever uh-huh. it was really quiet, <laughs> like you give it thirty seconds, you're bop, 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 bop. <laughs> 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 and it was just a matter of time, and then that car would like pass you, and you kind of like duck in the bushes or something. But yeah, that was. It's different out here because you don't hear that when it's just quiet. It's like, no, everyone just went to bed. <laughs> we actually work, so we got shit to do <laughs> yeah, the next day. Like, I'm actually tired. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if we had talked about it on the podcast last time, that double homicide that just happened on the street from here. Did no. you even hear about that? No, I saw in our little group chat, I saw you mention it. It was the... You said that you thought that possibly the church burning down was part of it? Yeah, I haven't heard anything. 
Because so it happens within 24 hours of each other. So was it the same day? Or? I thought it was the same day, but apparently I was off. Apparently the the double homicide happened the day before and nobody knew about the bodies until later. Hmm. And then that day that they found the bodies. The church burned. Yeah, that night the church burnt down. Did they say why or how the church burned down? No. So from somebody that works with my wife's mom, her brother <laughs> knew. You know what I mean? It was like one of those. Like she hurt man. someone. They said yeah, that they yeah. kept a lot of supplies underneath the bell or something, and that's where it started. And I was like, if you look at the fire, that is not where the fuck it started. It doesn't take a brainiac to figure it out that it didn't start underneath the bell. Yeah, because that part of the church is still pretty intact. Yeah. Yeah, no, it started on the other far end of the fucking building that's that gone. Oh, yeah, like, that's gone, gone. Yeah, it's like three quarters of that church is done. And so, but it was it was just a very fucked up weekend. And then that Monday, one of the high school teachers, well, I'm sorry, that Friday, mm-hmm. which is when the homicide happened, a teacher didn't show up to school. Then that Saturday, the church burnt down. Then that Sunday... FBI and shit are over here at this homicide. Fire department and everyone is over here at the fucking the, – the church. Monday morning comes around. They do a fucking welfare check on the teacher that didn't show up to school on Friday. She was dead in her house. What Dude. the fuck? And I heard that from the local barber. <laughs> What's going on in New Plymouth? I have no idea. Because <laughs> so, you've got like what? You've got the, the dude driving around trying to get kids. Yeah. And then you've got the human trafficking thing. Mm-hmm. And now you've got double homicide. And one of the smallest towns in Idaho. And and church burning down. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking nuts. It's 2022, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty lit out here. Did you uh did you just bring Portland with you? No, I see I wasn't associated <laughs> with any of these things. So but no, there was there was another rumor too where the guy so it was a husband and wife that were killed, which I think they were assassinated because there's no information. None. You can't find anything. And so there was just like they were there and they were gone and that was it. Hmm. And so there was no suspect. There was no evidence of anything. There was no forced entry. Nothing. It was just bop, bop in the fucking living room. Shot. Killed. No evidence. Nothing. Maybe you're living in real life of like Yellowstone season four. Well, so if you go and look at the guy that the guy and the wife that were killed, they have a long track record of drug use. Hmm. Um, they have been sober and clean allegedly. Um, but the guy looked like a piece of shit. And through the grapevine, we heard that he had ties to the cartel and owed someone a lot of money. And he had a trial coming up soon to where he had to testify against somebody. Hmm. And so they think they wiped him. Which would explain the no trace of anything. You're you're eating chips. It's okay. Just eat it. They're so good. We're we're chilling, bro. Like, <laughs> you don't like the sound of chips? This is not the podcast for you. Because <laughs> today we don't have any specific subject. We just missed last week, so we're just we're just bullshitting. I'm eating some fucking flaming hot munchies, which I never eat gas station food, but here we are. Oh fuck. I got a vacuum. <laughs> That's not too bad. That's not like bad. People. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, we're drinking some beer. What are you drinking, Ben? Tell the people. <laughs> uh, Astoria Mary Craft Cocktails. Basically a 
Uh, Faggot drink. It is. It's a a Bloody Mary. I didn't even realize it was a Bloody Mary. (laughs) I I literally, like, this is me. Like, I I will buy on on instinct or emotion. And I like jalapeno anything. Emotion? What are you feeling? I saw the jalapeno lime flavor vodka and I bought it. Oh. All right. (laughs) So I was like, and then after, like, when I opened it, I'm like, oh, Astoria Mary, Bloody Mary. Oh. Well, I like Bloody Marys. They're good. I don't like hard alcohol. That's all I've ever drank. God, that's what's wrong with you. It probably is. Like I can if do. Just switch to beer. You'd be better. I can. I can do <laughs> ciders. Oh yeah. I can't. I love ciders. I can't do. I can't do beers. I think they're they're too bitter and uh, yeasty. You're yeasty. I am yeasty. <laughs> yeah. All the infections. Well, I don't ever drink this, but. I do enjoy it from time to time. It's just a Coors Banquet. You know, before, like, when I, before I, we actually started really talking, it was just Modelo's. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, dude, I still, I had a Modelo the other night. <laughs> yeah, dude, I fuck with Modelo all the time. But Tiana actually is the one that got me on Coors Banquet. Really? When I met her, she was drinking them out of the brown bottles, the little tiny ones. And that's like, we used to have like a little get together every weekend with all of her friends when we first met. We lived in Oregon, and that was the the drink of the night. It was Coors Banquet, and then, like, the younger kids would bring over the hard alcohol and shit and be like, let's do shots. Then they'd be throwing up in my bathroom. That was probably me. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was, yeah. That was back in the day. Now it's, I don't know, just to me it tastes better. But, hmm. Yeah, can't do beer. Can't do the. Actually, I did. I did on accident a beer. I went to the rustic table in Star, and I was like, "Hey, do you have any ciders?" And they had something. It wasn't a cider, but it was um, Huckleberry. It, it was the most gayest drink because, like, in the can, <laughs> in the can, we don't have cider, but we can get really gay for you. Oh, dude, it was. <laughs> I, I remember that there was a name for it. But it was really good. It was like a, it was a huckleberry, but it had like you could tell that, that beer like hopsy flavor. Yeah, yeah. And in the can, it looked it looked fine. It looked that craft. You know, it's like non-labeled and just stuck a label on it. Right. When you poured it out, it was like this purplish pink. Oh. It was like. It's like a truly. I don't know. It didn't. I mean, obviously, it didn't taste like it, but that's what it looked like. It yeah. Was, so like uh, even the dudes that when after that last range day when we came over to the house. God, they were pounding those Trulies like nobody's Fucking business. Fucking A, dude. The Nevada boys don't play. Dude, I was – it's just weird to me, like, seeing how, like, hard seltzers are, like, the thing right now. Like, every – But they're younger than us, too, so it's kind of – other than Jared, all yeah. of them are younger than us, so it's kind of funny, like, watching that. Like, I never was a fan of that. Like, when I was their age, I was drinking that – um, what was that hard alcohol that was, like, five bucks? And it was, like – it's like two letters. It's like, God, it's like J and B or MD. MD, bro. That's what we Mad used Dog to, 2020. Bro, we used to drink that all the time. And like, and then Mickey's 40s. Oh, man. That's what we drank when I was that age, when I was like 21. Now, to me, like, that's just, that's a heartburn. Dude, yeah. Because it's so much shit. I had like an ulcer. Yeah. <laughs> I lay in bed for four days. Like The hangover's not bad. It's, it's, the, it's the, all the, the heartburn in my throat. It's, it's the hemorrhoids. Uh. 
No, dude, it's it's just crazy because like I've tried those Trulies, I've tried the White Claw, and even Nathan, he fucking loves them, and I can't, I can't do it. It's like White Claws to me are like uh, Lacroix. Someone said, "Hey, I want you to flavor this like strawberry, but you've never had strawberries in your life," or. It's like a hint of a hint of a hint of strawberry. But it's like a perfume strawberry. Right? (laughs) It's not not an actual strawberry. But one thing I do want to point out, once they brought out those fucking White Claws, that's when everything started getting fucked up. (laughs) I'm just saying, bro. If you look at the timeline. And there's no laws when you're drinking the claws. That's what I'm saying. Everything went fucking fucked up. I don't even know how else to say it. Like, I think it was like 2020 is when they came out. Or just no. before? I, I think 2019. Maybe 2018. Well, either way. That's when everything started getting fucked. I just remember them coming out and they're like, oh, these are so good. And you try it and you're like. They're trendy because they're right? colorful. And you, and you try it and you're like, you enjoy this? Or you and, just drink And then you're like, oh, everyone's doing it. All right. Yeah, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, they're so good, dude. And you try it. It's, <laughs> We're going to hit this wave? Yeah. Fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm like, man, if I'm going to get fucked up, like, I want to at least enjoy what I'm drinking. Yeah. And I for me, taste it. I've never, I've never drank as an, oh, okay. From 23 and older, I've never drank with, I want to get fucked up ever. Oh, I always drink and I'm just like, I want to feel good. I want to have a good time. And so take a little bit of the edge off because I'm always thinking about a bunch of things. And so when I'm drinking alcohol, it's easier to not think as clearly. So it's sad for me to say, but I would say maybe four or five years ago is when I stopped doing that. <laughs> was that 28 years old? No, that's 32. Two? God damn, you're old. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Don't that's, grow up, Ben. Fuck. Don't yeah. Grow up. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, dude, I've, I've never been a partier. I've never been an extrovert. I've never been one of those people that are like, Elijah's here, let's fucking party. I'm not that guy. I show up and everyone's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Who yeah. are you? I think for me it was I've, I was I was never in like the popular crowds. Mm-hmm. Neither so was I. I was, it was a lot of, I think it was just trying. I hung out with the outcasts. Yep. Yep. Same here. Yeah. That and then, was... I, yeah, I try to be a part of it. And then as you get older, you're like, fuck them kids. Yep. You figure how fake they are. Yeah. And, just... and then you look back at like, I actually was talking to, we went to uh, my sister-in-law's graduation. She graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went out to dinner afterwards. And that's when I had that Modelo. I don't fucking drink at home anymore. It's weird. But I was talking to her boyfriend. And I was just like, yeah, dude. I literally graduated high school. And they – oh, it was because they didn't let them throw their hats. What? Yeah, so they, like, moved their tassel over to the other side, and they were like, all right, class of 2022, blah, 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 and then... Was there a reason? Uh, safety. And so I went to a <laughs> military-based... I went to a military-based high school program where it was like, I was scared of these men until graduation. Even up until... They threatened that we would not be able to walk or graduate or get our diploma if we fucked up before. Like, even on that day... While we were waiting to walk, they were like, don't fuck up. And so we were just like keeping it tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keeping our heads down. We're like 40 more minutes, bro. And I'm fucking <laughs> gone. Like it's been six months of hell. So 
once I got up there, you know, I walked and, you know, they were announcing everything and they're like, class of 2011. And so they told us before this, they're like, don't throw your hats or you won't, we'll take your diploma back or something like that. And everyone just kind of looked at each other. Can't, that's like a dumb dad threat. You can't fucking do that. That's not how this works. You know, if I ha- if I shake your hand, I get the diploma. Even before that, if I pass everything, it's mine. And so once I received it and everyone just kind of looked around, and we're like, we're fucking out of here. We threw our hats and everything in the air. And I literally threw my hat, grabbed my mom, and I was like, let's go. And we left. And I didn't say bye to anybody, nothing. And I have never talked to anyone from high school ever. Nobody that I went to high school with, I talked to. I'm trying to think. The only person that I've talked to, <clears throat> you know, uh, Jared. Yeah, but y'all go back forever. Oh, shit. I hit my mic. Uh, our, I think I met my I met him my junior year. Oh, really? And then. What year was junior year for you? Was it like 76? No, I'm just kidding. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, class of 83? Oh. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost think it's more of a compliment I, to be a graduating year of like the younger or the older years than it is of the more recent. I want to say either 99 or 2000. Was it, oh, okay. It was when we met. Yeah, cuz I was I graduated 03. Damn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in third grade, dude. Jesus. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I couldn't keep you that know in. What's funny is Felicia does this all the time because we're seven years apart. Right. Oh, man. She'll be oh, is like, she, so, so, what? That's like a year older than me? Was she 30? She, yeah, she was born 91. Okay. All right. So, she's three years older than me. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's all oh, she loves doing. It's it. so funny, though, because she gives me such a mom vibe that I would never think that. But, but that, she doesn't look old at no, all. No, but it's it's that's how she's been forever. She's never changed. Like apparently, because I've talked to like her mom and her friends, and she's like she was always like the mom of the group. Mm-hmm. She'd be the one taking care of everyone. She had the first kid, so she always had snacks and always made right. sure everyone was taken care of. And that's funny. That's just like who she is, like through the core. That's like, funny. So that's I don't know. I think why we work so well because. Gabe and Isabel obviously are not her children, but she treats them like they're her kids. Right. So it's comes natural for some people. Yeah, she's that's good. A very <clears throat> I fucking hated my stepmom. I still hate her. She's retarded. Yeah. She's just a dumb person. Like I, you know what I mean? Like you can't fix stupid. And I was like, like I thought my dad was harsh. You know, like I was like, Dad, you're too mean to her. And then I like, as an adult, I'm like, Oh, she's like fucking stupid. Like you were married for that long. God bless your soul. I think some you have people, some patience, bro. Yeah, I think they just get stuck in, and I and I completely agree because I was, oh, fuck, how long was I married? I'd understand more being married to your cousin than with someone like that, though. That's oh. what I'm saying. That's how bad it was. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, she was my stepmom. Was the stepmom that literally so like. My dad would be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to go and do this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go to work, though. I love you guys. Bye. <clears throat> and then he'd close the door and she'd turn around. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. That was literally like, she was like, you're a little bitch. 
She did that to my sister when she was five years old. And so my mom, it was funny. It's a really funny story. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but at one point she called my sister a little bitch. And she was five years old. And I was three. But I remember this shit like to a T. Because I remember looking out my window with Bethany, my sister, right next to me, watching this go down. So my stepmom would come and pick us up every other weekend, right? And so, because my dad would be working. And so she shows up to come pick us up and my mom didn't give him any notice or anything. And so we had just like broke down and told my mom everything. Like, we don't want to go back. Fuck that place. Whatever. At three and five. So my sister was five. I was three. And so she shows up and we can see right through her. She's like, mom's like, why did you call Bethany a bitch? And she's like, I would never. And so me and Bethany look at each other and start laughing. <laughs> the fuck you did? You're like a grown-ass person lying to my mom. Like, we why would we make that up? Right. I, I don't understand. I like, never understand how people like – they just made it up. Like, most kids usually tell the truth. Do my kids super honest. And it's, it's, it's like, scary sometimes. I'm like, I got to be careful what I do around this fucking kid because he's going to say something. He's like, oh, dad's got a bang bang. And I'm like, ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he calls guns bang bangs. Because, oh, so. like, yeah, because, like, Layla, she's, I mean, she's obviously older, but, like, she's the same way. There's times that and you're like, you're looking, you're kind of looking big. And you're like, <laughs> thanks, thanks. You mean I, fat? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, it's yeah. Kids keep you honest. Yeah. Like, hey, it's fine though. I, you know, it, it, it's, it's really funny too. Cause we've been working with Leland. We've got him a bunch of those Bob books. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't know. We already talked about that before, but the Bob books really easy for reading. <clears throat> and he's only three, but we're, he's pretty advanced for a three-year-old in my opinion. Um, and so he's, he's had a hard time with some letters and so, like, even with counting, I'll start with the letters, though. So, have you heard him say, are you kidding me? Possibly. So he can't say Ks. So, like, we, we're working with him, like, say, ack, ack. So, so, what does he say? He said, are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and so, we were over at our neighbor's house the other day. And so, he was like, hey, Leland. Because one of the other neighbors, are, it was kind of like a powwow of neighbors, and they're all a lot older than us. They're even older than you. And so <clears throat> they were like, uh, my neighbor, Terry, he was like, hey, Leland, I've got this little race car. Do you want to play with that? Like, cause we're all talking. Yeah. So keep him occupied. And he was like, are you shitting me? And they all just started, they lost it. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. What did you say? And they looked at us and were like, it's kidding. He's saying kidding me. Like, it's, yeah, new case. Yeah. We're like. We're working on it, and so it was, it was. It was funny though. He's he's a smart little kid. So like, also when we go out and we go to ride bikes and stuff, I always go on bike rides with him. And he he wants me to stay at the top of the garage, and he wants to go down the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's like one, two, three, four, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-two, yeah, go. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, stop, <laughs> slow the fuck down. Like you miss a lot there. You guy. missed. You just jumped. How do you know 1918, but you don't know four and five? Like, no, when the last time, no, it was when, um, it was after the range day. All the guys, were all the guys came and I was sitting there, kind of keeping him entertained. We're riding around and we do the races, same thing. I one, two, three, and then like 17, 18, like 
We're only. <laughs> I don't know where you numbers. heard those numbers. Yeah. Like we haven't even worked on them. Like I don't know. He just says numbers at this point. <laughs> He's funny, man. He's like, you can stop at three. Yeah, yeah, three's good. We're yeah. good there. Like for a race, we're good. <laughs> if I was in a race and someone just started going like one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, I'm like, what the fuck? What oh. number are we going on, man? Nineteen. Yeah. See, I would have been like already leaving it at three and then like trying to stall. You jumped the line. Yeah. <laughs> you were fucking me up. Yeah. That's funny. God, kids are funny, man. I don't know. But I like like I said, I don't think a lot of people understand love until you have your own fucking kid though. Like no. like I love my wife and there's always gonna be a different type of love for her than than my son, but like, man. Uh, did I explain that whole like I lost Leland thing to you? Yeah, yeah. That was that was fucking mind blowing. Listening to that, that because I have my own kids, I could feel what you would feel at that moment. That anxiety. That just like, <sighs> and then and the fact that he just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're like, I was just over here, and you're like, No, you weren't. It, well, I should tell the story though, because yeah, that way yeah. people can at least hear it, because it's it's pretty fucking mind blowing. And then my mom at the end, that part fucking yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. No, you ruined tell me. The story. It's really good. All right, so I was outside mowing the lawn. <clears throat> Tiana had just left to go help her mom with something, so it was just me and Leland at the house. And so usually when I'm mowing the lawn, he's playing in the garage or like out towards the yard somewhere so I can see him. But I don't usually do anything to where I, like, don't have eyes on him, right? Unless we're inside the comforter house or backyard. But we were in the front yard, so open. We're also next to a lot of fields, whatever. So there's a, this was also around the time where you had mentioned earlier that guy that's going around and, like, trying to abduct kids and shit, trying to coax them to come into his truck. And so this is, like, fresh in my mind. Um, and I already got trust issues, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a little overprotective. Um, and so I'm mowing the lawn and, you know, sometimes I'll just kind of look up and I'll, oh, there he is. We're good. Keep mowing. Um, and so I looked up and I was like, Hey Leland, cause I had finished, I was about to start weed whacking or something. And I was like, Leland, no response. Usually nine times out of 10, it's first response. Yeah. Or what? Or Yes. And so I got nothing. And I was like, Leland, where are you? No response. So I walk over to the garage. I'm looking in the garage. I'm like, his, I don't, I don't see his bike. Yeah. Like his bike's gone. And I was like, like my, my garage is right. Like you have to pass me in the yard if you leave my garage. Like yeah. there's no blind spot. And so I'm like, all right, what the fuck? So I open the door to my house and I'm like, Leland. No response. And so I yell again. I'm like, Leland, no response. So now my heart's pumping. And so as a dad, I'm like, my wife's going to kill me if I lose this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's gone. My wife's going to kill me. Yeah. Well, it was both. But it was like. I had one job. I had one job. And I just looked away for five seconds and he's fucking gone. Like, and he's fast, dude. He's a fast fucking kid. And so, like I said, I didn't see his bike, so I thought he rode his bike. So on the side of our house, there's these irrigation lines that feed Mm -hmm. to a well. And I was like, fuck, 
like he went to the well because he likes to look in the well but when he's with me and he knows that he can't go over there without me but sometimes he'll go on the side of that fence and piss outside <laughs> he just fucking drops the trousers and just starts pissing and so i run to that side over there and i yell really loud like a psychopath at this point i'm like leland and i hear a faint like response but i can't make out what he's saying and i can't figure out what direction it's coming from but it's really quiet mm-hmm. my yard in my house is not big like i I could find him, I, I, but like I'm usually really good at listening to things, right? Yeah. And so I think it was because the panic had set in that I wasn't comprehending where the sound was coming from. Yeah. So my mind, as usual, was worst case scenario. He's in the fucking well. And so I run over to the well and I flip the top off and I look in and I'm like, Leland, and I hear him again. I'm like, he's not underwater. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, he's not underwater. He could not be in this well. I'm tripping. Yep. But he's outside, but it sounds like he's so far away from me. And I'm like, there's there's no way. And so I sprint back to the front of the house. I'm like, Leland, where are you? No response. So I was like, all right, I'm going to flip this fucking house. So I run into, into the house from the garage. I go into his bedroom. There's nothing there. I go into the bathroom. I go into my room. I go to my bathroom. I go into a spare room. I go into the living room, the fucking den, the kitchen, everywhere. No fucking kid, dude. Open the back door to my house. Leland James, where are you? No response. Dead silent. And I fucking slammed the door and I screamed as loud as I've ever screamed in my life. That was the last thing I had in me. And I just hear him screaming bloody murder in the garage that I had just came inside from. Now, keep in mind, this is a a two-year-old kid that can't – my front door deadbolt is locked. Mm -hmm. He couldn't have walked through the front door. He cannot access the gates on both sides of my house. They're way too big. I had just came in that door and there was no one outside. I just came from outside and he's outside now. So I fucking opened the garage door and he's right there screaming and crying because he's like, I couldn't find you. And I was like, I couldn't find you, motherfucker. Where the fuck were you? Like, I was I was over here and you're over here. And I'm like, where were you? He was like, I was inside. I was like, no, you weren't. Where were you? I was. I came inside. You weren't in here. And, you, and I was like, how did you go? If I came inside, mm. how did you end up in the garage? How did you pass me? Like, that doesn't make any sense. None of that, our house doesn't – that's not how that works. And so he couldn't explain to me. I still to this day don't know where the fuck he was when this was happening. But at one point he opened the door to our backyard because our dog was in the backyard, but she wasn't initially. She was inside the house when we were out front. <laughs> So at one point when I heard him, when I was on the outside of the house, he was in the backyard. But I don't know where we passed. When did we pass? That's what blew my fucking mind. So anyways, everything's fine. I found him. Yeah. Not 30 seconds later, I'm like, I'm fucking losing my mind. I got to tell Tiana this just happened. Like I'm I'm freaking out. So I pull my phone out to text her or to call her or whatever. And on my phone is a text message from my mom. And she said, I swear to God, I just heard you yell my name. And I was just like, hold up. My mom doesn't live next door to me. She lives in a complete different state, 350 miles away from me. Yeah. Nowhere fucking close. And she was, I was like, you're fucking with me. And she's like, no, I swear. Like, I thought you were surprising me. And I heard, hey, mom, where are you? Outside my door. And I swear to God, it was you. No, it wasn't. It was not me. Like, I'm here. And now I'm fucking like, I'm about to cry. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was freaking out. I was like, Mom, 
you're you're playing with me right now. There's no way. And she's like, no, I swear. Like I opened the door and walked outside expecting to see you. That's how sure I was that you were here. And I was like, man, I don't have any crystals. I don't believe in that horoscope bullshit. But if energy is real, that is it. Dude, like that, that <laughs> right there was like a solidification of uh, a mother's uh, instinct. Mm-hmm. And, and just knowing, like, I was like, maybe in her mind, she, she had transformed it into me being outside of her house saying, Hey mom, I'm here to me calling. Like I, she felt her child in need of something calling for her in a way. And that's how it interpreted to her fucking blew my mind, bro. That ain't no coincidence. I'm sorry. That shit's never happened to me in my life ever. Uh, It's, it's weird. Like stuff that happens like that. It it I, it ain't it's never happened to me before. <laughs> Mind fucking blown, dude. But yeah, that's my crazy little story. You ever noticed? Uh, I'm I'm assuming um, with Tiana because I know this is with me and Felicia. When you're with someone so long, right, and it's almost like you get connected. Mm-hmm. And you'll be thinking about something, and you'll bring it up to Tiana, and then she's like, "I was, I was thinking that exact thing. Yeah, that you just brought up. Yeah, and it's just crazy how like when you're with someone and you have that relationship, and all of a sudden it's kind of like you get connected. Yeah, and you're on that same way. But it, we we do that, but then at the same time, when I'm like, because I'm super impatient, mm-hmm. I'll try and finish her sentences for her. She's like, no, <laughs> you're fucking wrong. Do you ever think she does it just to be like, no, I don't want you to think that you're finishing you, my sentences. I'm just going to change it. I've thought that before in the past, but then I was like, <laughs> then she like, cause she doesn't pause. She's immediate with what she was going to say. So I was like, there's no way you're that fast. You know, you hey, can't man. be, I don't know. Maybe She's, she could be very quick witted, but there's sometimes like recently I've been correct. And I was like, ah, <laughs> Ah, fucking three and 15, you know, like, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, dude. Like I, I, I have a really hard time with, um, sexually. So some, some <clears throat> <coughs> <coughs> fuck <laughs> that fucking drink some more beer. Yeah. That spicy shit fucked up my throat. Um, I have made an observation of myself through this podcast and through like videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also been vocalized to me by other people, just like in person that I fill up dead air. So whenever there's a pause, I just keep talking. You're like, this is awkward. Let me keep talking. But like unintentionally, mm. I just do it. I wonder like, I wonder why that is. Like if it's, you don't want that awkward feeling or is this just, like two dudes in a small closet room, it gets quiet. That's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like I, I do, but I. You, it's only gay if you look at like if you lock eyes. That's what <laughs> now you're like trying to lock eyes with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. Like it's it's not just with you. It's just with everyone. I do it all the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, like. In, like I'll just interrupt people while they're talking because I'm like, ah, it's too long of a pause. Like, <laughs> let's fucking move on and talk about something completely different. It's the, it's <clears> the <throat> weirdest too. Like when you're um, like driving in a car with someone, mm-hmm. like you feel like you have to talk or do something. Like it's so weird when you don't. 
well, it's kind of like I was thinking about that, like with the uh, listening, the thing with um, T Rex, where you're talking about how the possibility of us, you know, going over there if you get selected. And I was like, that's a long drive. That is a long drive. So I was like, I, I think you the only way to be quiet is like you'd have to like fall asleep and. That way, the other person who's driving could just, you know, listen to music or whatever, and that'd be the silence. Bring some headphones. Dude, I don't know. Like, you get in the car with that person, and they start playing, like, fucking Beethoven or something. You're like, 22 hours, brother, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I'd kill myself. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Who is that fucking guy? I just watched his stand-up comedy the other day. I don't like all of his material. It's really hard to find funny comedians nowadays because everyone's so scared to say shit. This guy picked on everyone. LGBTQ. He did like racist jokes. But that's like the that's the job of a comedian. But he like he even the whole time he's like we're not gonna put that joke in there. Just kidding. Netflix already paid for the shit. I don't give a fuck. Like just kept going. Like <laughs> I mean, he's that British guy. Got Ricky something. I can't remember. He's brutal, bro. He's so brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but I like what is he talking about? Like, he's like he's like African Americans take up like five percent of the United States. Uh LGBTQ take up five percent of the United States, and he's like, and I'm a heterosexual millionaire. And there's one percent of us or something like that. Like <laughs> and he's like, so I know what it feels like to be a minority. I just don't whine about it. <laughs> oh, he was just fucking brutal, dude. <clears throat> but he even attacked like gun owners and I don't know. There was a bunch of shit. I was like, ah, that's, that wasn't really funny. That was just, now you're just getting political, you know? But when he made fun of the people that I don't like, like the LGBTQ shit, I was dying, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> that was, he went on them for a long time though. It was he, like, that was like a whole 20 minutes of his fucking but thing. But they're like really easy to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really easy to make fun of people like that. But. Well, it's kind of like, you know, as a kid, the people that picked on the ones, the ones that got picked on were the ones that gave reactions. Right. They're the ones that were like, they would say something or they'd freak out or whatever. And the ones that did get picked on are the ones that were like, yeah, whatever. Like they just did did not care. did not face them. Mm-hmm. And the, the LGBT, whatever, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like people do it just because ah, I get a reaction out of you. You don't have to do anything. They'll bring a reaction to oh, you. Oh, God. Yeah. <clears throat> you looked at me wrong. What the fuck? I wasn't even looking at you. I, I don't remember what it was. I saw this video. This guy had like – he had put tape on the ground outside of this um, outside of this university, and it was like four lines. Mm. And then each line had a different sign, and one of them was like – or no, it was two different lines. Mm-hmm. One says pro-abortion, uh, pro-life. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. And so people that were walking by, he was like, he was asking him like a question. Like if, if I had to ask you like right now, I need you to pick a side, where would you stand? And so people would be doing his little social experiment. They'd stand on it, whatever. Yeah. And so there was people on top of the university building 
was like four stories, oh, five stories high, and, and they're, they're just, just screaming. Yeah, and then getting like all mad, like they don't even know what's going on, but they're like, and he's like, why don't you come down here and talk to me? I can't, I can't hear you. Like I don't know what you're saying. And then so like 15 <laughs> people come out, and the 15 people that come out, like any description that you could possibly think of, of what these fucking people look like, was to a T. Fat, oh. overweight, like colored hair. People had to go home because they were super upset with what you were doing. He's like, "What am I doing?" Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I, it says both things. Yeah. I don't like if you're this or that. Like, it's not one or the other. I'm just asking people their opinions. Like, yeah. and they're so offended that they they were so triggered was the word that they had to go home <laughs> from school. Yeah. We got a problem here. Ugh. And so they all came out and they needed to tell them how they were feeling because their feelings matter so much. Well, I mean, like they said, <clears throat> was it uh, good times make weak men? Yeah. I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. So it's good now. times make soft men. Soft men make hard, hard times. times. So now we're in the hard times. Hard times make strong men. Strong men. Strong men make easy times. Easy yeah. times make yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going on. No, uh, I was trying to, yeah, we're we're in the uh, we're we're transitioning to the hard times make. No, we are in the fucking hard times. We just haven't peaked uh, yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're we're in that transition. Yeah, but it's like it's what I've noticed like through social media and like through headlines and like news articles and stuff is that they are now even calling masculine men, not mm. even toxic masculine. Masculine men that are pushing for you to exercise and to be healthy and to Toxic. be strong. No, it's racist. What? Yeah. It's linked to Nazi, Nazi ties now, allegedly. Well, hold on a second. So working out yep. is, is racist. Only if you're a straight white male. <clears throat> because you can't be racist if you're another race. So basically, <laughs> no matter what. Which is wrong, by the way. No matter what. If you're a straight white male, mm -hmm. you're racist. And you're focusing on your physique to be big, like a Giga Chad, you're racist. A Giga Chad. Do you ever uh, see the... I, you know, I mean, that's just... It's really easy to picture at that point. Yeah. Do you ever see, like, the whole thing on that that imagery, that dude? Uh-uh. It's all CGI and... He's not real? No. That don't matter. I'll be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the Giga Chad. Did you see that video that kid made of me? He was like, what, did it, what does it say? It was like, uh, he's like, it's, it's a Sigma. He's like, what the fuck's a Sigma? I didn't know what it was. I had to Google it. It was fucking hilarious. He made a video with me calling me a Sigma. It was hilarious. And it was just that video you filmed me doing that 100-yard drill <clears throat> where I did horrible in two, by the way. Well... Yeah, but it was funny. It was like a compliment, you know. What I mean? He was like yeah, complimenting yeah. me, but it was it was fucking hilarious. I don't know. Just the it's funny when people take our content and make videos with it. Like either it's like a shout out or it's like a funny thing. Like I fucking love it. I think it's the coolest shit ever. But I like. Yeah, which it's funny. <clears throat> like it's it's cool. Like for me, because I I I don't put myself out there as much as you do because mm -hmm. I'm very I don't want to say humble, but I just. Yeah, I wouldn't say humble because you are humble, but I, that wouldn't be a reason. No, I just I, I have I don't have the desire to be like yeah. in the spotlight. But I know that with branding and all that, that's not why I do it either, though. 
No, I don't I want people to get the wrong idea that I want to be in the You're spotlight. just pushing that message and <clears throat> you're more the face. I, of the I've, I've learned that without having a face to a name, and I've even told Jared this over at Got Your Six app. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, a lot of people within the 2A community have this idea that, like, oh, I'm just not going to put a face to what I'm doing, which <clears throat> not putting a face to what you're doing makes people feel uncomfortable, first off and foremost. Like, that's mm-hmm. number one. Then introducing yourself, letting people know who it is that they're, you know, who are they supporting? Then finding the people that relate to you and your story resonates with. Um, how many of your supporters are you actually like? That's, I mean, I've met a lot of people that support us and I'm like, yo, you're, f- you are not me. <laughs> you're on the fucking other side. Like I've had to talk some people down. I'm like, you don't know this. Like, let's let, let me, you're, let me work with you here. Mm. Um, but <clears throat> there's a lot of people that have seen us or have come to us from a lot of different areas within the world. And, um, I feel that in every single video that I do, they get to know me a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And that's why I also think that this podcast is important because not everyone listens to it. It is growing a lot. Yeah. A lot of people have reached <clears throat> out who I didn't even think would listen to it. I've listened to it. Like my sister listens to it mm-hmm. and she's fairly liberal. Um, I've got some other friends that I wouldn't even think that they're, they're they made the point to, oh, uh, Felicia's like longtime friend, Jordan, who she probably listens to this episode. So hi, Jordan. But her and her boyfriend listened to it. It was just really, really, it was really? weird that like, they're like, oh yeah, we listened to it. And I'm like, so what'd you think? My neighbor asked the other day, I was like, fuck. Right? <laughs> yeah. And well, no, I got a, so Felicia's doing the orders now. So yeah. anyone who's listening, if you email Havoc, it's Felicia. She's the one answering. And oh, nice. The technical questions, I'm the one that, like, I'll answer it. But anything about your order, it's all Felicia. So anyways, on the comment was, I found your company through the podcast. Really? And that was just like, it's working. Nice. Like, it's, it's, it's cool working. that, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a, like, it's, it's. There's a new avenue to yeah. reach people and it's, and it is working. And that's and what, is, I didn't even know we were on Audible until you told us. Right. Because yeah, we were well, going through Castos and they, they so, fucking push us out to everything. So, <laughs> Felicia's going to hate me because she now listens to us. Uh-oh. Through Audible. But. Uh, I said audiobooks. My bad. Audible. That's what I meant. Oh, uh, it's the same thing. Right. Same, same. Yeah. Same, same, but different. (laughs) (laughs) But she was like, at first I felt like I couldn't listen to your, your stuff because like you were expecting me to. And I was like, no, I just want you to listen because you're my wife and you're supposed to like support me. So listen to my shit. Yeah. So she finally, after I hadn't said anything for a while and she's not, and she didn't want to ask me. So that was how she figured it out. Cause Mm -hmm. she, I guess apparently she Googled it Mm -hmm. and that's. What popped up? She's like, "Oh, I know this. I can figure it out." But yeah, it's it's weird. It's yeah. Well, and Apple. So we started on Spotify. That was the Mm -hmm. first place we started. Excuse me. (laughs) That's a good push. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then when we were going through and like checking everything, like, all right, we want to add to Apple or whatever. It had been uploaded to Apple for a week. Mm. Apple Play or whatever podcast. And it had already doubled the views that Spotify had had, which would have been already up for a month. 
So there's more traffic on there Apple. there was. I don't know between all of them. So the only thing we're not on right now is YouTube. And we need to be on YouTube because YouTube is allegedly like the number one pusher for podcasts right now. Really? Yep. That's weird because that's just <clears throat> video. This is just no, not even. So they have YouTube. Like podcasts. just we could have our fucking logo with the audio and apparently it gets a lot of traction. So so we could take these episodes we already have. I don't even have to do anything. I just have to add YouTube to the list of things I wanted to upload to, and it'll create it for me. So why don't we have it? I just have been thinking. I figured this out this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just, I was doing some research and shit. And yeah. I wasn't even doing research, actually. I came across it, and I was, like, reading this article about it, and it was, like, in order to, like, gain a lot of traction on a podcast, which is, like, the goal wasn't necessarily traction. I just wanted my people and your people to hear who we were and what our intentions were with, like, business and family and kind of, like, our views on shit. It wasn't even, like, I didn't even really think about the whole, like, finding new people shit. Yeah, that was <clears throat> – so as – everything as, as a business is usually, for the most part, a marketing something. And this is, falls into that category. But this is probably, for me, this is the most fun. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have any expectation of anything coming from it other than possibly, like – my only goal from this is that we could interview some cool people. Well, and actually, I'll add to that. For those of you guys that have been following us for a while, um, I have done research on that. And so less than $1,000 will be able to do that. <clears throat> we have to completely change up everything. So, But we can keep <clears throat> we can so keep our mics. That's we the only change the mixer, right? Yeah, we can keep our mics, but we got to get another mic, another mic stand, and a new mixer. So for less than $1,000, for one that's top fucking notch, top of the line, best one you can get, we'll be able to, which will allow us to have even better audio and more adjustability to everything. Um, so you won't be quieter than me. I won't be high. Like we've adjusted everything enough to where this is as good as, as, good as it's going to get with what we have. Yeah. So, but it gets better. <laughs> it's like a Billy Mays commercial. Yeah. Wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> I'll take your entire stonks. No, uh, <laughs> that's 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 literally what it is, though. Is so, I think it was for the mixer it was like six hundred bucks itself. Yeah. Um, and so then we have to learn that new piece of machinery. We have to get another mic, another mic stand. So, <clears throat> all of you people listening, <laughs> if you want to help us support to get more people. Go on Operational Industries and buy our podcast shirts. Yes, and fund the new mixer board. Yes, and then we'll get we'll get people here and we'll talk about other random. What shit. we'll have to do, we'll have to add some like mugs or something because we're gonna start filming the podcast, and we'll have to get some like adaptive citizens mugs and we'll offer those on the website so they could drink from the same mugs we do. So whatever we're drinking that way, because Coors ain't fucking paying me, and whatever fucking Astoria Mary cocktail faggot drinkers. <laughs> Over there, you put that in your fucking mug. They won't be able to call you gay for it. So, dude, I got to the end of this, which I still haven't finished it. The last part, like apparently, I don't know if it just tastes like tomato juice. Dude, is thick. Is it? It's like pasty thick. I don't know if it says anywhere. Oh, mixed. Oh no, mixed. It should say mix well before consuming because. I got towards the end. And, oh, no, it does. It says shake well. And you didn't shake it? No. Just like from the counter oh, to the dude, bag and like then here. pasty at the end. <clears throat> yeah, well. But or we could do like Nalgene bottles. Nalgene? 
Yeah. These are words. Fuck, man. Water bottles. <laughs> words Clear are water big. Bottles. Like, uh, just say water bottle. Water bottle. Water bottle. You fucking nerd. Why would you say that? Who says Nalgene bottles? Because it's very specific. That's very fucking like higher class of you. You think you're better than me, Ben? <laughs> Uh, no big words. Dude, I was looking at mixers so by these. the way. It's a fucking water bottle. But it's it's a it's it's, it's a what fuck you. You're not smarter than me. No. <laughs> but do water bottles. Yeah, because water we're bottles. both now that I'm actually working out and we Yeah, I'm get, carrying around this half gallon jug of fucking water all the time, dude. But it'd be cool to get ones that are like that, because then we're both, you know. Yeah. Cause then we could have that. Those are easy. I could do that. The water bottles? Yeah. We could do that. Do it. Let's That's do it. easy. Ooh, what could you do like the uh the thermo like the ones that stay cold? Or just the yes. plastic ones. I have a new laser engraved guy too, so if we need a laser engraved stuff, we can do that. Is he local? If Utah is local, yes. No, that is not. Okay. Is it what who is it? Frequency designs? No. One more guess. He'll be at the two-year anniversary in June. Oh, well, that'd be cool. Is he going to bring some shit? Yes. I don't know. Stuff that he's laser engraving for us, too. I really hope he so. He laser engraved my rail. I forgot to take the tape off for the video that I made today. He's got my logo on it. On the the new gun? On the new one, yeah. I forgot to even show you today. I still haven't taken it off. It's still we on the rail. Friends. I forgot about it. I even sent him a picture of it, like, before and after I fucking painted it. And I was like, love it. And he's like, where's the logo, man? You just, like, painted over it? I was like, fuck no. I fucking taped it. I forgot to take the tape off. So he just did the OI. But, by the way, while we're on subject, if any of you guys are wanting to come meet us or hang out or shoot with us or eat food or just bullshit and kind of see what we do, uh, June 25th at Parma Rod and Gun Club this year, it's like 10 bucks which just mm-hmm. gives you a raffle ticket and pays for your food for the day, which we will be supplying ourselves. Uh, it's going to be a really good time. So bring some guns, bring some ammo, come shoot. And if you don't, don't worry so, about it. Since we're on that subject, <clears throat> so what time to what time? 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And what all is going to happen during that time? So we're going to have multiple vendors. Uh, we are going to have – Ben will be there. Yep. I'll He'll have booth. his own little booth. Um, HXZ comms, uh, bone black med will be there. So we'll have a communications educator a navigate, not navigation, sorry, medical, uh, educator. We're going to have a couple RSOs slash firearms educators on the range. Is Mark coming. Mark is coming. Yes. Uh, Mark Tutelamundo. That's his name. Uh, Mark tight ass. And, and buff as fuck. <laughs> he's huge. Um, he's working on, he's actually back in the gym again too. So he's going to get even bigger. Oh, he sent me a picture of what he used <clears throat> to look like. Dude. Good God. Fucking ape arms. Yeah. He was like, I just sweat all the time. <laughs> he was like, it was not healthy. <laughs> uh, but, but Taylor, Taylor will also be there to, to assist him with RSO and, and the range and stuff. Cause I can't do all the range stuff no. by myself. Cause it's kind of my thing and well, everyone, everyone wants to talk to me. Yep, and so it's, <laughs> it's hard for me to have a conversation. Like, Hey, but watch your fucking muzzle. Um, <laughs> and then, so we're trying to get BB's crews and coffee out there to vendor for like drinks and like stuffed waffles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, it's a possibility. 
Uh, Acura Outdoors will be out there. Stockpile Defense will be out there. Pure Perfection Firearms, who did my rail, they'll be out there. What? Acura's going to be there? Not Acura. No, wait. Not Acura. I'm sorry. Ammo Squared. I'm sorry. Acura and Ammo Squared. I I had to think about it for a second. I, didn't tell, I was going to tell you this. So Jared mm-hmm. broke his uh, left femur. What? Yeah, I'm going to show you real quick. But anyways, t- keep telling okay. me about your, th- your thing. I'll show anyway, you. so yeah, um, Ammo Squared will be out there. So every single one of these people that are coming are bringing things to give away. Mm-hmm. So whether that's ammo, uh, accessories, attachments, magazines, uh, we will also be giving away merchandise on top of that. Prime Armor has been so gracious to uh, shoot us over some plates. So they are going to be – I don't know what plates they're sending us yet. I don't know if they're the level three, the level four special threat. I don't know. Um, but we will have a set of plates to give away, possibly a plate carrier. Um, but, yeah, so we will have new merchandise that we'll be giving away, some older merchandise. We'll get, I mean, it's not, like, used or anything. It's just, like, <laughs> older it's like yeah, older design. We'll have new designs. Maybe we'll have some hats. The goal is to have some hats by then, but I don't really fucking know right now. It's just there's a lot going on. Anyways, we're going to have a lot of things going on, a lot of things given away. At the end of the day, it's going to be a really fun range day. You're going to get some food, and it costs 10 bucks. So, so anyone who <clears> – <throat> Who listens to this that has not gone to a range day, um, the vibe that is with it is very chill. Everyone hangs out. It's a good time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've met a lot of cool people there. A lot of the free range days, uh, which is kind of this, but this is a bigger event, so obviously it's paid. Yeah. Um, it's only ten bucks though, so no, it's really ten like, bucks is nothing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's definitely it's worth it. I yeah. would uh, even if you're just even if you don't shoot, you're gonna meet a lot of cool people. Yeah, it's it's a really good good event. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun drills. We'll have some competition stuff. Um, I'm gonna actually you gonna shoot this one. Please do. I've got uh, <laughs> Black Flag Media is gonna be coming out. Um, I actually just Ooh. met him the other day. Where is he? Montana. Okay. But his like daytime job is working the whole West Coast. So he's like out here for like two weeks at a time. And so he was like, hey, it's on a weekend and I'm out here that weekend. Oh, nice. And so he's like, I'm going to come do media for you guys. I'm like, sick. His pictures are. They are really nice. And he just started in March. No Jeez. prior, no prior experience. I was like, you got a good camera. <laughs> no, he's a good guy though. Those so are good filters. He, yeah, no, he he asked us if if he could come out and do some media, and I was like, absolutely. Like, if that's why you want to come out, like, I don't I don't care. Ooh, he's trying so, to build his portfolio and stuff, so I'm totally down with it. And anyone who's listening about in that industry, because I had a, I've I've had I had one I've had people ask me about being an affiliate for my company because I'm redoing my affiliate program. Um, mm-hmm. So those of those who are listening to this, um, don't ask permission to cover an event. Cover I, an event? Like when he's like, oh, I want to do some media for you. You don't just just go. Just go, yeah. Yeah, like so that anyone who's out there, just go out there, 
take pictures, post it, tag At least with us. Yeah. Like, I'm not – I don't trip about shit like that. Just tag us. If you come out out and just start taking pictures and you look like a fed and you don't tell me who you are and shit, though, (laughs) I'm going to ask some questions. And I will approach you. Like, if you're a fed and you're listening to this, I will approach you. And and at the the minimum, just, like, tag us. At the very minimum. Yeah. Like, you just take pictures of people and don't say anything, you're a fucking weirdo. You're not a photographer. You're a stalker. That's what that is. Uh, if you want a picture with either of us, just ask. Don't be oh, weird. Oh, yeah. Don't be weird. Don't try and kiss me. That's gay. Dude, but do I'll, you know how many people are going to try to kiss you at this event now? I don't. Just because you said that? Oh, God. <laughs> I do this to myself. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want that, so let's not do that. But, no, it'll, it'll, it'll be a good time. I, I'm, I'm hoping for at least a decent – um, and there's no cap on it, right? Uh, 45. We're capping at 45. I'd cap it at infinity. That, well, that's a lot of people. There's also going to be three other events going on at that, that same range. Like, it, there's a bunch of different bays, but that location, there'll be three other large events going on. What's going on that day? Other than Fuck, I don't know. I'm not involved in it. I don't give a shit. But we have a dedicated range. Yeah. We have an well, entire bay, the one that we went to today. That's our bay? That's our bay. That's why I've been going to it, familiarizing myself with Did it. Did you see directly behind it there's a little fire pit with, like, little seating around it? Behind the covered area? Yeah, so if you – where we were shooting, mm-hmm. if you do an, a 180, there's, like, a little berm. Mm-hmm. If you go over that berm, it's, like – dug in but there's a little fire pit and like little bench seats around it i did not see that but that greenery area where that porta potty is that's where all the vendors will be okay not next to the porta potty but i'm just saying like in that greenery area you guys will be separated enough from the range to where you can actually hold a conversation with people if they're asking questions and stuff like that so well we will have a booth you'll have a booth and the five other people that'll be there will have a booth um, so like I said, we're going to give stuff away. You can buy stuff if you want. I'm sure everyone is going to bring stuff to buy. Um, Ben is going to give stuff away too, right? Yeah. So I'm going to be giving away, uh, I was going to do it one, but I think I'm going to do like two or three full sets. Are you sure about that? And then because I'm launching new mag carriers, cause. Oh yeah. Those are sick. I'm going to be probably batching a bunch of them, and okay. I'll be doing, like, little competitions, and we're just going to... Just do different colors and stuff. So that was... So at first, when the guy who made it, and, it, I, you know, it's theory that I think he stole my design and changed it, but it was cheaper to buy it this way. So anyways, he did it as a two-piece design, mm-hmm. so you have a front and a back. Mm-hmm. So... Now I was like, oh, that's a, that's a whole other level of customization. So you could do like an OD green with a black or like, you know, like an FDE and an OD green or. It doesn't have to be just one color. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I think I'm going to do a bunch of. The retention adjustability is my oh, favorite too. Yeah. So funny thing. So the, that retention thing is called an MRD. Mm-hmm. And every time I say it, Felicia thinks I say MRE. Oh, and she's like, why are you, yeah, yeah. Are you constipated? <laughs> you talk about these a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, apparently, because her ex-husband was in the military, and he liked to spend money a lot, so he would take MREs from work, and that's what they were, like, living off of. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I hated those. They're, 
Like, they will save your fucking life, though. They will, but, man, they'll make you constipated, too. I've, I'll take constipated <laughs> over dying of hunger. I don't give a fuck. Michael but, hooked me up with some of those, though. He gave me a box of them. I, think I was kind of jealous when I saw that. I'm like, <gasps> he told me, like, dude, he's been holding on to them for me for, like, four months, and I finally got them. He was like, your tax dollars already paid for them. They're yours. Yeah. I was like, bet. So I did the same thing with that jacket. They were, like, about to throw it out. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'll take it. It's like a extreme cold weather jacket the Air Force so nice. issued, like, way back in the day. It's super fucking retro. But, like, I'm not going to wear it, you know, to be cool. I'm going to wear it if I'm fucking dying in the cold. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> The winters just got so much more comfortable. Dude, it's legit. Like, the hair on that thing around the, like, the fur yeah. on the on the hood. Like, I don't wear fur hood jackets. Like, it ain't 2008 anymore. <laughs> but, like, like, I don't know. It, it it was the warmest jacket I ever wore in my life. Yeah, but, the military sometimes will make really legit gear. Yeah, but the other, like, my cousin, he was sending me pictures. He's like, look at this shit. He sent me a picture. <laughs> he's, he's in the Army. And he was like, look at this shit that I'm issued. And then he sends me a picture of him in his LPC. Warrior Assault Systems. He's like, see, why can't they just do this? Yep. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I've had people tell me that are in that they love the issued carrier. And I'm like, you're fucking brain dead. You've never experienced a good carrier then. And, it, and yeah, I think a lot of it is they just, they get that one. It's the first one they've ever, and they're like, it feels okay. It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> I just see him fall just like, hua. Just <laughs> <laughs> I bet you right face up the fucking stairs to your apartment room, you fucking weirdo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would die laughing if, if I saw someone, like, start doing, like, face movements as they're going upstairs and shit. No, there like, was a what? video of a dude doing that. It was, like, they were at the <laughs> barracks, and this guy was, like, walking, like, marching up the stairs and then, like, gets to the next platform and right faces and then right faces again, marches up the stairs, left face, like. He's such a good soldier. No, uh, they were just like how to prove that, how to show everyone in the barracks that you're a boot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not even at, you're just out of basic before you go to AIT. Well, and it was funny too. So, like, when I got out of military school, I caught myself sitting with my feet at a 45 degree mm-hmm. angle and then standing at a position of attention unintentionally. Like, not when it, I, no one would even be talking to me. I'd just be like, waiting for something in line or something. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what well, are you it, doing? It sounds like what you went through is, is very similar to basic. But it was for and six months straight. Yeah, they just, they basically reprogram you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was red face for six months, not mm-hmm. a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, we had dudes that, so we had like a career fair through that. And they told us like the soldiers that were there and mm-hmm. there was airmen and Marines and stuff. They're like, yo, what you guys do is like worse than basic training. Basic training is so much more fun than what you guys do. You have to also go to school while you're here. We go to school afterwards. Mm-hmm. We go to AIT afterwards. And so we are like, fuck, the Army sounds great <laughs> compared to being there. And we were getting yelled at by fucking OG Guat dudes that fucking were in the initial invasion of Iraq and shit. So they were all fucked up and just angry. Mr. DuPont, shout out to Mr. DuPont. That dude, he was like 5'3 and the scariest motherfucker I ever met. And his wife, not shout out to his wife. His wife was like a man. She was the scariest woman I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, dude. (coughs) I don't know how any man could ever be attracted to that woman. 
I ha- like I never saw her outside of her uniform. And so, like, the cadre would wear BDU bottoms and a black cadre shirt. Mm. And she still did, like, the fucking army bun, super tight bun and stuff. But her eyebrows, bro. Like, imagine Corella DeVille in her 30s. That bun was so pulled, so pulled tight. Their eyebrows were all, like, doing, like, facelift. Dude. Yeah, it looked like she had Botox. Oh, jeez. But, like, she did, like, the like the crazy mom from the trailer park eyes where they'd, like, <laughs> pop out. Dude. And so, like, whenever any – so there was two different platoons. There was, like, first platoon, second platoon, and they were both males. Like, so 60 dudes in each platoon in one bay. And then there was uh, Charlie, which was – or Charlie, third platoon, whatever, uh, was all females. So it was, like, 60 females. And so, like, they would tell us, like, eyes right. Like, when we're in the hallway, we'd have to look to the opposite direction whenever the females passed us. We had no interaction with females other than during our, like, service to community, which is, like, community service, but we weren't being punished. We'd do shit for, like, Special Olympics and stuff or, like, forestry-related things. And that was the only time we had any interaction with females, and it was, like, we had to be so fucking careful. <laughs> like, if we even looked at them wrong, because the cadre was, like, watching us on a hill, like, like hawks, bro. They would just eat us up. But we didn't get music for 14 weeks. We didn't have any TV the whole way through. That was basic. But yeah. we didn't hear music ever. So, like, we would try to remember songs and, like, sing them and stuff because it was, like, the only music you had. Yeah. Oh, man. It was weird. And, yeah. like, the first time you hear it, you're like, oh, it sounds so Well, and it was funny, too. So, like, that's when I transitioned with my music genre because I hadn't listened to music for so long. I didn't know what it was. And one day they, like, surprised us. They were like, oh, it's, you know, you reached 14 weeks. And we were on our way to, like, a service to community event out in the woods. And they, I don't know what it was. I think we were going like a hiking trip or something. I don't remember what it was. But they were like, we're going to play our music. We're like, oh, it's probably going to be like some country or something. Like nobody was excited about it because a bunch of us were city kids, like Hispanic kids and stuff. And they started playing uh, NWA. And so we were like, fuck yeah, dude. Like (laughs) hell of gays are all the Mexican kids are throwing up gang signs and shit. (laughs) It's funny because like the cadre just, they will surprise you. Oh, we're dude. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Mi- what? Mr. Barry, dude, that guy was fully tatted, and he was, like, 28, maybe 30. Like, and we were 15, 16, 17 years old in that program, and it was it was bad. There was this one kid, though. I got to fucking say this. There was this one kid. I can't remember his name, but he tried to, like, I ran into him afterwards, like, in Portland, and he was, like, a fucking total psychopath. He had, like, two dads and shit. And so we gave him a lot of shit for it. But so we had two to a rat, right? So it was like bunk beds. And then we'd had our foot locker. But instead of it being a foot locker, it was like a actual like full-size locker. Yeah. But both of us shared it. There was two sides to it. Yeah. So I had like That's my, what I had basic. Yeah, I had like my dress blues and then like the four shirts and two pairs of shorts and skivvies and sh- socks and all that shit. So it was all dress right dress. Everything mm-hmm. was beautiful. Anyways, so where our rack was directly to my right was another rack, but it was angled at a different direction. So his feet were facing like my body. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like I, my face, if I looked to my right, I would see his feet. You know what yeah. I mean? This fucking kid was so weird. They would have lights out at like, I think it was 8 p.m. every single night. <clears throat> and so we had cameras in there in the bay. 
because we're minors, like they're going to watch us. Oh, okay. And so there would be a night shift that came in. So all the cadre would go home, but then night shift, there was a catwalk. And so there was this like one lady that would come through and she'd like walk the catwalk really slow and you could hear her like her steps, every step you could hear, but there was really fucking loud exhaust fans in there too. Mm-hmm. It's an old nuclear facility is where we were at. And so, um, because of the cameras, this kid was tripping. He was thinking like someone was watching him. And so he'd get out of his rack, take his blanket off, unfold it completely, which a lot of us tried to like not move when we slept. So it was yeah. a lot easier to do the 45. <laughs> <laughs> there was all these little you'd tricks. Make your bed. I'd sleep you'd on have... top of my bed yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you'd sleep on top and then put like a little light sheet on top. So yeah. you could just put that away. Yeah, because you had the wool blanket and the, and the white sheet. Yep. And that was it. And then the small ass fucking shitty pillow. And it was like those blue padded mattresses. It was yep. like prison. Yep. So... Anyway, so I, I, I'd i be laying in bed, and uh, Andrew Hatton, he was my rack mate. He was up above me. He was a fucking cool-ass kid. And so this kid would get out of bed, and then Andrew would just look over the rack. He's like, it's happening. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so this kid would grab his blanket and, like, curl it on the top bunk. And the kid up above, God, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but he didn't ever stop him. He's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, he just, like, turned over. He didn't care. And so this fucking kid would, like, he'd, he'd curl his blanket underneath the other guy's mattress. Mm. And the other guy would act like nothing's happening. And then the whole rack would start shaking. And this dude was just fucking jerking it, like, aggressively <laughs> as fuck. And then everyone would just be looking at each other like, it's still bright in here. Like, I can still see what's happening. Like, And then it just gets quiet. And then he'd go to the bathroom. We're like, bruh, you got 60 bros in here. And you're just like, you couldn't go to the bathroom to do that. You got to do it right here. Dude, no fucks. I mean, you got two dads. I don't blame you. You probably. But who are you looking at? I'm at the end of your feet, dude. (laughs) I mean, you're a pretty man. My rack, though, my, my, uh, not my rack, but the footlocker blocked my face. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was like, you ain't looking at me. You can't see me. You know? No, but I could never, I like... could not sleep comfortably. I always have to turn my back to a door of which the entrance to the bay was right past him. Mm. And so, like, but I didn't want to sleep with my back to him. It freaked me the fuck out. Like, the kid scared me. Like, I was like, this kid's going to rape me one of these nights. Like, it's just going to, it's going to happen. I, I knew it. Anyways, it was fucking weird. Every it was funny too because you learn a lot about people. Like everyone's different. Yeah. They all have their own fucking vices. They all have their own weird things. Like fucking gangbanger north sider right across from me. Fucking sixteen years old, tatted head to toe, every fucking part of his body. Sitting like North Daniel across his stomach. Another fucking kid, Echeveria, had like chronic nosebleeds. Wake up in the middle of the night, it looked like a fucking murder happened all over the place. Blood. But it's not just weird, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that was the weird thing about basics, just being in a small area with all, so many people and suffering together. Yeah. It was cool, though. I think that that built a lot of camaraderie and, like, the brotherhood side of things. And then it was, like, funny. As soon as everything was over, we're like, fuck you. I don't know you. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. I was in, in contact with one guy after that for, like, two, three years. And then we just. You know, I lost my my uh, Facebook and shit and lost connection. Yeah. I can't think of anyone I really – at least, yeah, basic or AIT that I still talk to. Yeah. 
Well, and you were in. Uh, you you continued for what? Four more years. Uh, seven total. Yeah. So it's like AIT basic. Pff, that was just. Yeah, I was trying to. Think. There was there's one Lance Persons. Yeah, I still. I think he's on my. He's a Facebook friend. That I, I was AIT up until now, or at least then. I was trying to think who who from AIT. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. I just I as soon as I got out, man, I just started doing my own thing and yeah. I just didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, when I got out it was a whole nother fucking story, but like there's there's a couple of people. Um like my buddy Josh Arnold. Um actually I gotta send him out a holster, but Ugh. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird. Army or military is not at least at least my experience was it's not what it used to be, mm-hmm. where it's not that camaraderie. Yeah, you're not even allowed to wear any type of camo in that school anymore that I went to. Really? Yeah. So what do they do now? Just solid colors. I think it's like solid gray is what they wear now. Yeah, and it's I like mean, it's, it's not a boot camp. Yeah, and they do all that, and they're like they're fucking all soft now and progressive. Really? Yeah, it's fucking funny. It's like, so they probably don't even have like military dudes there anymore. They just have like angry people. And you know, what doesn't, what doesn't make sense is like, kind of like, you know, the military is, the military was the military and created the people that they created based on how they, they ran it. Mm-hmm. Like that was because it we was, were, it was the structure. And then a lot of the kids that had come there didn't have father figures to look up to. And mm-hmm. so a lot of them looked up to the cadre. Some of them were just fucking stroking them the whole time. Cause they were just like, I want to be you, you know, and they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to be the most squared away cadet. Like I'm going to be the best. So, at least cadet Campos, you fucking faggot teacher's pet. Do, Sorry. So when, so when you were going through, you said you didn't have a whole lot of interaction with female. Did you at least, did the female have interaction with the male cadre? Yeah, cadets. yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever see like the female cadets that would like try to do flirt stuff with him? Yeah, just to get their yep. way. Yeah, dude, that pissed me off mm-hmm. all the fucking. Because time. as soon as we did that with the female teacher, get your ass. Dudes would yeah, you go to the fucking IT floor right now. Yep, yep, and then you're gonna fucking sweat like a motherfucker. That's what would happen. Well, and then there was one guy, uh, Cadet Ramos. He got kicked out three days before graduation for making Ooh. lewd gestures towards. Now, keep in mind, the teacher that was – she was just ridiculous. Like, she should not be in a school like that where <laughs> teenage boys are deprived. Like, she was, like, the the perfect example of a teacher that would sleep with a student. You oh, know what I mean? Like, man. you know what I mean? Like, and as a teenage boy, we're fucking disgusting. You know yeah. what I mean? We were We were disgusting. And you got some big boobs, blonde hair, and it's tied in a bun. You got the glasses. Like, you're you're doing the whole fucking – you got a skirt on. Stop. Okay? You got to be an ugly old lady in this place because (laughs) anything outside of that, we're all game. You know what I mean? Your standards are really low. Really fucking low. You got to make sure that those teachers are below that. Yeah, so this kid, like, she passed him in the hallway, and she, like, turned her back to him, and he, like, made, like, a humping motion. And then (laughs) – 
<laughs> yeah, dude. And then uh, so she turned around as he was like mid stride. Yeah. And she fucking called him out and then he got dude, I had never heard the loudest screams in my life. And they were like they IT'd him for like two hours and then told him he was done. That's fucked up. Yeah. He was like fucking drenched. We had to pass him when we left class through oh. the IT floor. So there's one time when I was in AIT, so you know what they call IT floor, right? Huh? It was a incentive training. They called it incentive, it's, and but it was just physical it, punishment. Do, yeah, yeah. So I was in AIT, and the shift that I got because when you when you go when they go to AIT, you have like a week or two when they're like, okay, you're going to be on this, uh, like you get in this class. And this class is during this time. Mm. And I got the – basically the graveyard. So my class started at, like, midnight, mm-hmm. and I got out. So when they would serve us meals, we had the choice of either dinner or breakfast because it was, like, that weird time. Late night. But then when we had our technically dinner was after class, it was only breakfast. Mm-hmm. So it was just weird. But I remember one time – being in the bathrooms, getting ready, you know, taking a shower and everything, and looking out the way, and there our building because we were a way different schedule than the other building. We had our own separate building, and it was like, God, I think it was like a hundred and some odd rooms, and we took off like ten of them. So we we had the whole building to ourselves. Oh wow! Yeah, it was weird. So we we're, but I remember one time after I took my shower and I'm getting ready, I remember hearing like, you know, like. Yeah, like one, two, three, and then whatever they were doing. I remember looking out, and dude was just getting his shit smoked. And I just—it was so funny because since our our class really wasn't during when any of the cadre were awake or whatever, so we kind of got away with a little bit more. But it was always funny to watch people get smoked in the middle of the between the buildings where all the grass was and everything. But yeah, I just yeah, when you're talking about someone, just you know, they're just. Like, all right. like. Well, they had this thing where they would call it um, the sandbox. And so outside, yeah. you'd have to go past the IT floor. But outside, there was, like, basketball courts. Mm-hmm. And to the left of the basketball courts was just, like, a huge sandbox. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we fucked up and yep. they felt that, like, making it rain in the barracks wasn't enough. they So we would, like, it would be fucking three minutes before we hit the rack three minutes and someone would fuck up and they're like put on your pt shorts and we're like are you fucking kidding everyone would be like fuck dude fuck you and so one person would ruin it for 60 of us yep and he'd have to stand in front of everyone while the rest of us got fucking it'd sweating then we'd have to go shower again Mm -hmm. which would be sped up even more so like our cadre were so dedicated they would stay to like 10 11 p.m at night until we got our shit straight and they were like you already had your 10 minutes well you had your nine minutes of fucking uh personal time is what they called it Mm -hmm. so like before bed they're like you have 10 minutes you can pray to your god you can write a letter to home you can sit in silence i don't give a fuck just do it quietly you got 10 minutes yep and then it was like, go to bed. And so they still, we'd wake up or we'd go to bed with taps. Mm-hmm. I think is what it was. Taps was at nighttime. Yep. And then you'd wake up with the trumpets and shit. What was that? What was that called? 
Reveille? Yes. And they th- they have the fucking metal trash can. They throw it into the fucking bay, flip the lights on, no warning. But we all, my body started becoming conditioned to <laughs> like this. And so when fucking DuPont would show up, you'd hear his keys rattling to get into his office, which was just right at the entrance before he came in. So we'd hear his keys. I'm like, I'm up. And I'd already be making my bed and shit before they come in. I'd be laying on top of it. And he'd come in. I'd be online before everyone else. Like, I'm not going to get caught slipping, dude. Like, 5 a.m., bright and early. It was bad. Good times, though. Like, looking back at it, like, as a kid, I was fucking terrified, like, for the first three months. And then it was it was whatever. It was just every day. It's funny how how much it is very similar to how basic was. Yeah. I, I think they tried to do it as close as possible and they, I think they enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, they, they probably is, it's, it's what they knew. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I don't just replicate this mm-hmm. and we'll just like, <laughs> we'll do red phase for the whole time. Yeah. And it, and it makes sense because red phase is, is, um, is reconditioning the soldiers to be soldiers, mm-hmm. whatever you were prior we're going to break you back down and we're going to start building you up mm-hmm. in the white phase. You start kind of doing more teamwork stuff. Blue phase is kind of like the end where we're going to do more skilled based stuff. And it makes sense because but you're kind of your own boss, but you'll still get torn up by higher ups. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense like where they didn't go beyond that because they probably didn't have the facility to do white or blue phase. So they did red, white and blue phase. Really? They said that they did. But it was mainly red phase the whole time. So, like, their version of red phase was everything by the numbers. Mm. So it was fucking 20 seconds upper left side of your mouth while you're brushing your teeth. You know, 20 <laughs> seconds right side, 20 seconds lower side. Like, you know what I mean? They would do it like that. Um, same with shaving. Whenever we were shaving or showering or it was like you have your ditty bag and you're fucking at a 45 degree. And then your fucking towel wrapped over your right arm and nut to butt in the shower, fucking butt ass naked, like three to a tree, all, like socking your bicep to ear, sock in one hand, five seconds go, five, four, three, two, one, zero. And then we'd be like, done, sir. You know, and if one person wasn't done, restart, do it again. That's what it was like for yeah. fucking a month. And then, so then we would move into blue phase and that's when we started doing the service to community because we were also going to school at the same place. We lived yeah. there for six months. So it was Monday through Friday, we did schoolwork. Or no, yeah, Monday through Friday, it was schoolwork. And then Sundays, we did service to community. And Saturdays, we had jobs on campus that we had to do. So whether you were like kitchen patrol, fucking janitorial stuff, you'd have to like be a teacher's assistant, like whatever. So like- I almost feel like more, more schools should have this program. Every single fucking kid- that I have ever met in my life or adult that has never done anything like this, I think should have taken it or should take it. But it's like, it's unfortunate because they only made this program for those that were going to flunk out of high school. And I was that person. And they were like, if you, you have to have less than half of the credits you need in order to graduate by the year of, 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 uh, junior. Yeah. And so I was like, I was a junior and I need 21 credits. (laughs) I <laughs> uh, didn't have enough. And so that's why I got the whole GD and stuff. But I was like, oh, because I could get 12 credits in six months where in an entire year of school, you only get six credits or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't enough to graduate or graduate. And I needed to do that 12 and then go back to high school to be a super senior for like two semesters. And I was like, I'm not going to go be a super senior. <laughs> uh, so, but they paid for the GD too. Yeah. So I didn't have to 
do any of that. But yeah, it makes sense. But probably give the community service and stuff probably pay help pay for that. Yeah, well, I had 170 hours of community service. It was actually on my resume for a really long time when I was younger. I put that like they told they had us made our yeah. resume and like everything, and so I was like super proud of that. I was super proud of the 170 hours that I donated of like volunteered time to, like I don't remember what it was like some national forest, you know, Special Olympics. I was a I went from a one point one point two GPA to a four point oh in honors. I was on the drill team. I was this, that. Like, I was like top shit when I left. I was squared away as fuck. Uh, I went in. I couldn't do 10 push-ups. I left being able to do 75 consecutively. I had a 10-minute mile time when I got there, six-minute flat when I left, 245 pounds, and then I left at 170 with a six-pack. Like, everything. It changed my life physically, mentally, spiritually. Like, I was just stronger. And then it was like because of like shit at home and whatnot, like started going down a bad road. And then because there was so much structure, and then I just went from so much structure to absolutely none, I fucking flip flopped. Yep. And so I, I think that I guess a good way we could end this is that it's very important that there are men in your life that are squared away. I think yeah. it's very important that you surround yourself by those that are um, better than you or that are pushing to be better with you. Um, if you are a young man and you are listening to this, um, even if you're in your twenties, like me, it's still good to be around those types. There's not like a time where it's like, okay, I'm good with, I don't need to be around that anymore. I'm squared away. It's like, well, and, and I think the basis of it is structure. Well, yeah. And you need people that are real enough with you that aren't yes, men that will call you out on your shit. Yeah. Like, 100%. yo, Hey man, like you're fucking up here or, Hey, I'm going to suggest this in the nicest way possible. Well, yeah, like, that's. That's real friends. They'll tell you like, hey, why are you doing this? You're fucking up. Well, yeah. And if you have a buddy that's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that's fucking brilliant. Like, that's a great idea, bro. Like, that's the, like, you're going to fucking kill. Like, leave him. Don't fucking hang out with that person. Yep. Because he's going to fucking let you fail. The the dude's just stroking your fucking ego. And if yep. you, you got to get rid of that. So, um, yeah, military school taught me how to shave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not my dad. Yeah. And it's it's okay. If you don't have a death, it's fine. And I'm not saying you have to go to military school either. And I'm not telling you to join the military. That's not what I'm saying. You should. I think there's a lot of different ways to do it. I, I just think that it's it's obviously your your decision at the end of the day. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, I, would, I couldn't fight for this administration or this government ever, especially nowadays with all the information that's out there. No, it's just it's, not worth it. It's funny because I would tell people to join the military just for basic AIT. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like, no, nah, it's, nah. Yeah. I don't think there's any six-month contracts, though. No. <laughs> just, <laughs> there's a contract. You just do basic IT. You just get out. Yeah. I think everyone should do it. I think everyone sh- And then, like, I think that should be mandatory. I mean, I know, like, I'm not about being told what to do. But, like, I think at least for men, dude. Like, it would, it, it will mature you. It will, it'll kind of get you, sit, uh, it'll set your, your shit straight. Yeah. Like I was a piece of shit kid. Oh, same here. I was. A, I went through really, really worse times after that when it came to like drugs and and you know obeying the law and stuff like that. But like, I, I, there's still parts of that that I take with me every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've still got the same haircut since then. I still do that. You know, no hair on the sides. I can't do hair on the sides Dude, of my ears. Like, there's you've seen where like my hair will get kind of long, mm-hmm. but it's still it's not that long, Mm-mm. and it's like nope, I I can't do the feeling of hair on my ears, Mm-mm. 
It's mm, yeah, gotta look good. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. I think just the structure. You need structure in your life. 100%. Create a schedule. Follow the schedule. Hang out with people that are better than you. Create that circle. Uh, this was a long podcast. How long was it? Two hours. It's a good podcast. So I'm gonna end this. Okay, go ahead. You um, ben. If you like what we're doing, um, we'd greatly appreciate if you can help support us mm-hmm. by buying T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll try to get more merchandise and stuff that has adaptive citizens. Um, for the most part, Elijah kind of does a lot of the stuff. So if you can support his business by going to Operational Industries, right? Operationalindustries.com. Yep. Uh, buying his Shiznat. Um, if you buy holsters through him, you're pre- pretty much buying holsters through me too. So it's a win-win. So, but there are things that you offer that we do not offer yeah, that are more a, custom or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So either way, we'd like to see you guys get, um, holsters. So either through us or, or through me or through him, doesn't matter. You're gonna get some good shit and you're gonna get some good customer service while you're at it. Um, uh, the June 25th, mm-hmm. come to that. You're going to have a good time, support local. Um, if you're out of town, we will definitely – Pitch a tent, bro. Pitch a tent. We'll have a good time. <laughs> yeah. And usually we have a little after-party barbecue thing, so. Yeah. Um, and if you guys have any questions for either of us, I'll probably do another, you know, questions for the next podcast. I've got one in the email that's been waiting. We'll do a Q&A next time. Okay. We've so got some questions that we'll, have been waiting. I'll try to do another one on mine. Mm-hmm. So anyone who listens, um, honestly, hit us up. If there's any questions you have, uh, I've been on TikTok a little more. I don't know if you've seen like a little more. I've seen yours. Yeah. I'm trying to do like more informative stuff. So yeah, um, be interactive. We like to hear from you guys. And also if you guys can support us so we can grow and get people on here and expand this thing because it's a lot of fun spread it like aids i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) all right well i guess that's it (laughs) all right guys bye